Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. Uh, turn in your Bibles to the back of the book. Uh, turn in your Bibles to the back uh, of the book. Uh, when I was in high school in math, they used to have an answer key in the back. Anyone else uh, have those answer keys in the back? Uh, now, they only had them for the odds. They did not have them for the evens. And so uh, if you hit a problem that's challenging, you couldn't figure it out, you couldn't crack it, uh, you would turn to the back of the book, uh, and you'd be able to figure out how to answer it. You would see the answer for that. Uh, that's why we're turning to the back of the book as a church. Hey, that's why we're going to look at Revelation for a long time. Uh, I lived in, we lived in Chicago for uh, five years, five, six years, and uh, I became a fan of the Chicago Bulls, not because of Michael Jordan, uh, but because of V.J. Armstrong, who was drafted from the University of Iowa, Hawkeyes, uh, and became a member of the Chicago Bulls, shooting guard, point guard, and uh, I worked second shift, and when I worked second shift, we would record every game for uh, you youngsters, that's like Devo, TiVo, that's like uh, lives. Anyway, uh, we would record every game. Uh, I, I would watch them one of two ways. Uh, one of the ways I would watch, if I didn't know what the result was when I got home, man, I would watch on pins and needles. Are, are they going to come back? Are they going to, hey, uh, they're down 10, they're down 15. Hey, how's this going to turn out? Uh, but if I knew what the end of the game was, the end of the score was, if I knew the Chicago Bulls won, hey, I'd still watch the game but I would enjoy it so much more. It wasn't anxiety. It wasn't nervousness. It wasn't pins and needles. Is it going to work out? Who's going to win this thing? It was more, I can't wait to see how this is going to work out. I can't wait to see how the Bulls pull this out. I can't wait to see how they come back from a 15-point deficit. Boy, this is exciting. Can I say this? We know what the final score is. Boy, we do. Uh, and living life on pins and needles, nervousness, anxiety. Hey, we're going to the back of the book to give that calm assurance. Well, he wins the game. Uh, he does have that, that winning shot. Uh, we don't have to be anxious and nervous uh, and stressed out. The back of the book. The back of the book. Well, look at verse number one, if you will. Uh, it's the revelation of Jesus Christ. Oh, my Oh my, uh, the revelation of Jesus Christ. By studying this, we're going to see a greater view of, a bigger vision of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, uh, for the title, the header of, uh, of your uh, book there of Revelation, it may say something like mine does, the revelation of St. John the Divine. Uh, the revelation of St. John the Divine. But understand, the translators added that. The true title is in the text. The true title uh, is in the text. And it's not the revelation of St. John the Divine. Uh, it's not the revelation of John. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. Uh, by the way, why would we want to study John anyway? We already know about John. Uh, I don't want to become more like John. Uh, it's not the revelation of John. It's the revelation of Jesus. Uh, of Jesus Christ. Uh, by the way, verse 1. It's the revelation. It's the revelation. Daniel chapter 12, another prophecy-heavy book. Prophecy-heavy book. Uh, in Daniel chapter 12, God told Daniel, shut up the words, seal them in a book uh, until the end times. Shut up the words, seal them in a book uh, until the end times. Conceal them. 
conceal them. Hey, that's not the Spirit here. It's not conceal them, it's reveal them. It's not about concealing, it's about revelation. Revelation and unsealing and unveiling and opening. The revelation of who? Of Jesus Christ. By the way, revelation isn't a hard book to understand. Revelation isn't a hard book to understand, and I get if someone uh, is a preterist, takes it allegorically, and just tries to make it mean whatever they want it to mean. Hey, we take it quite literally. Now, there's times when it says, as like, or uh, similar to. Uh, There's times when it says, hey, this is an allegory. Uh, Someone that uh, takes it, uh, whether a preterist view or an allegorical view or Uh, simply only a historical view, thinking that uh, it's all been fulfilled by AD 70 when Titus came from Rome and and, and conquered them. Hey, we don't take it just solely any of those ways. Hey, we take it quite literally, quite literally, and some who don't study it because they think it's a mystery. Well, it's a mystery. It's it's almost a cipher, and a a cipher, uh, and yes, it can be a mystery unless you have the encryption code. Uh, if you have the, the, the code that deciphers that mystery, uh, and the code is stated in verse number one, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Uh, you'll see it again in Revelation 19 where it says, the testimony of Jesus, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And, and so as we focus on him, everything else comes into focus. As we focus on him, everything else comes into focus. Uh, You've heard me tell the story about the dad whose son was um, chirping, chirping, and kind of distracting. The dad uh, wanting to read his newspaper, and he had an idea. On the back of that uh, newspaper, there was a map of the United States. He tore it out. He tore it in at about uh, 50 different sections. And he said, now, son, uh, I want you to put this together, and don't come back uh, and bother uh, until you put this together. Uh, and, and, and the dad thought he had uh, hours, hours. In short minutes, the, the boy came back. And he was shocked, saying, hey, let me see it. And, and the boy said, Uh, All I did was flip it over, and I focused. There was a picture of a man. There was a picture of a man. Uh, If I focused, I didn't know where the states were, but if I uh, focused on the picture of a man, uh, as I focused on him, uh, everything else came into focus. Listen, uh, as we focus on him, uh, it's the revelation of Jesus Christ. And so first and foremost, understand as we walk through Revelation, it's not primarily about current events and how they line up prophetically, though we'll see some of that. It's not primarily about end times, doctrine, and our eschatology, though we'll see some of that. It's primarily, first and foremost, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Is everybody with me so far? The revelation the revelation of Jesus Christ, not of current events. The revelation of, uh, of Jesus Christ, not of who the Antichrist is. And, and when is that, that final day? But the revelation of Jesus Christ, you see it in chapter 1 down in verse number 12, if you have your Bibles. I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned I saw, verse 13, the Son of Man, uh, uh, just uh, incredibly glorified, a hair, head, white like wool, eyes, flame of fire. Uh, Gird about the paps, golden girdle. Uh, his, his word was like uh, the rushing of, uh, of the waters out of his mouth. Sharp, two-edged sword. 
Why, the Lord Jesus Christ, this is the revelation. The revelation of Jesus Christ. And keep in mind, what we need more than we need higher paying salaries, uh, we need a higher view of God. What we need more than just a greater comfort uh, is we need a greater vision of the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse number one. The revelation of Jesus Christ, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him. Still talking about uh, Jesus Christ and the Gospels. Uh, no man knows the day or the hour, neither the Son of Man. And so then, here, God gives him the revelation to show unto his servants. To show unto his servants. Listen, John was in a similar situation to the seven churches, chapter 2 and 3. Uh, he was in, uh, they're experiencing ten waves, Roman persecution. Hey, John was on the Isle of, uh, of Patmos, exile, political, uh, a prisoner. Uh, and by the way, we're a lot like them. The church is going through tribulation. John going through tribulation. Uh, the book talking much about 6 through uh, 19, talking about the tribulation. Uh, didn't Jesus Christ tell us in John chapter 16, in the world ye shall have tribulation. Uh, in the world ye shall have, say it, tribulation. Uh, and the reason for the revelation during the tribu tribulation is so that we would see the sun, so that we would see the sun high and lifted up. We'd have a greater perception of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so the question is not, uh, are we going through a tribulation? Jesus Christ promised us we would. Uh, yea, and all they that will live godly shall suffer uh, persecution. God sends the rain on the just and the unjust. Hey, we all go through it. The question is, are we focusing on him uh, as we're going through it? Uh, are we getting to know the sun? Uh, are we seeing the sun as we're going through it? The rescue uh, in Revelation isn't about fixating on a date. Uh, it's about focusing on the sun, the rescue. Uh, the rescue in Revelation isn't about fixating on a date. Uh, it's about focusing on the sun. Look at it again, verse 1. We're, we're making headway, little by little. Uh, uh, the revelation, the revealing of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Uh, well, pastor, right there. That's why I discount that. That was written 2,000 years ago, shortly come to pass. Uh, didn't, didn't Jesus Christ say, I come quickly, I come quickly, shortly come to pass? It's been 2,000 years. Keep in mind, uh, the prophecy about the first coming, the proto-evangelicum was in Genesis chapter 3, uh, telling uh, Mary, Adam, uh, your seed's going to bruise the serpent's head. His head uh, is going to bruise his heel. Uh, that, that promise, that prophecy that Jesus is going to come was 4,000 years before Jesus came. Uh, and now here, this promise uh, is only just a short while ago, 2,000 years before that. Uh, and in God's economy, uh, in God's economy, he's from eternity past. Uh, he's from eternity future. Uh, in God's economy, whether it's five days from now, five minutes from now, 50 years from now, in that overall spectrum, it will shortly, shortly come to pass. Second uh, Peter chapter 3, I think it's on the, the screens for you. Second Peter chapter 3, it says, Beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. 
Uh, one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, uh, and a thousand years as one day. Reminds me of that time the fellow was praying to God, saying, uh, Lord, is it true that, that a million years to you is like one minute, and one minute to you is like a million years? And, and he said, yes, son, that's true. And then he said, uh, well, God, is it true that a million dollars to you is like one penny, and uh, one penny to you is like a million dollars? And he said, uh, yes, son, that's true. He paused a minute, and he said, hey, God, can I have a penny? And, and God said, yes, in a minute, in a minute. And so, uh, uh, preacher humor, you don't have to laugh at that, okay? That's, that's but anyway, uh, and so God's economy, uh, one day, thousand years, thousand years, one day. Uh, by the way, didn't God tell Adam in Genesis chapter 2, in the day, in the day that you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt surely die, in the day, in the day, it wasn't for 969 years later that Adam died. And so keep in mind, in God's calendar, in God's perspective, boy, it is shortly, shortly. Also, that word shortly is closely tied to the Greek word intakos. It's the root word from which we get tachometer. Tachometer. It has the sense of an engine revving up, moving, great rapidity, the RPMs uh, uh, moving uh, faster, things exponentially revving up, things exponentially uh, spinning quicker, that tachometer redlining, verse 1, the things which must shortly, the tachometer, come to pass, and he sent and signified it, sign language. It, it's kind of a root word for that, uh, how we communicate with sign language, he signified it by his angel unto his servant, uh, John, that tachometer revving up with more signs, that tachometer revving up with more signs, shortly, shortly, uh, he signified it, gave signs for it. Uh, imagine if you left today to uh, travel to Los Angeles, and you went around the Beltway, you went to uh, Route 70, down by Ellicott City, and you took off. Uh, there's a sign that says Los Angeles, I think it says 2,800 miles. I think that's right, don't hold me to that. Uh, understand, you'll go several states before you see another sign that says uh, Los Angeles, now 1,600 miles, and then uh, several states more. But, but understand, as you go uh, through Missouri, through Kansas, drop down to uh, uh, Arizona, then Nevada, across uh, the state line, uh, you're going to start seeing more signs and more signs more frequently, uh, more signs and more signs. And then uh, when you get to the suburbs of Los Angeles, you go through Moreno Valley and Riverside and San Bernardino, uh, the closer you get, the more signs you'll see. 10 miles, 8 miles, 6 miles, 5, 4, 3, uh, uh, and more signs, more signs. Hey, the closer we get, the more signs we'll see. The closer we get, the more signs we'll see. But understand, we're not looking for signs. We're looking for the sun. We're focusing on him, not fixating on a date. Hey, we're focusing on him. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ and that higher view of God makes all the difference in the world. Uh, verse 1 again. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Come to pass. They're going to shortly come to pass. 396 times in the Bible, you're going to see that phrase, come to pass. It's going to come to pass. It, it, it came to pass. And understand, uh, every time it says it's going to come to pass, it came to pass. Every time. Every time. Uh, it says it's going to come to pass. Shortly come to pass. It, it came to pass. Uh, you look sometime at the hundreds and hundreds of prophecies about Christ's first coming, 
when he was born in Bethlehem in a manger and then uh, went to the cross? I mean, detailed, detailed prophecies about that. Every one of them came to pass. Listen, uh, the prophecies we see about the rapture, the second coming, the, the end times, every one of them will come to pass. By the way, if you want me to make it really, really practical this morning, uh, the Sea of Galilee, remember when Christ put the disciples in a boat and says, let's pass over, let's pass over, come to pass, let's pass over to the other side. Uh, anybody remember that storm of their life where they were scared to death? Remember that? Uh, and they said, Lord, save us, we perish. Uh, Lord, save us, we perish. Hey, they weren't looking at the back of the book. They were on pins and needles, anxiety and nervousness, scared to death. Lord, save us, we perish. Uh, remember what he said, oh, ye of little faith. Uh, oh, ye of little faith, aren't you remembering my words that I said? We're going to pass over. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God, the word of God, the word of God. Hey, they forgot the word of God. Uh, and that's why they're panicking. And that's why he says, oh, ye uh, of little faith, I'm not going to take you halfway through and then drown you uh, in the Sea of Galilee. Uh, I'm not going to take you halfway across. Hey, understand, we have God's word on it. We're going to win in the end. He is going to score the final uh, bucket. Verse 1, uh, tell them, tell them, verse number 1, uh, of the things which must shortly come to pass, and he sent and signified it by his angel uh, unto his servant John. John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Uh, John's kind of a stenographer here. He's kind of a court reporter. He's kind of someone that's taking dictation, writing down what he saw, writing down uh, what he saw. And, and by the way, he's well qualified to do that. He personally interacted with Christ, personally uh, interacted with Christ. Uh, does anybody remember what apostle it was that laid his head on the chest of Jesus Christ in the upper room? Anybody remember which one it was? John. It was John. Uh, in fact, in 1 John, he said, uh, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, our hands have handled of the word uh, of life. And so John, as he's giving dictation from God, the Holy Spirit of God, writing this down, uh, no, I don't want to study John. I don't want to be more like John. But, but as he's expressing it, he's someone who was so close. Uh, in fact, before we uh, jump in, I know people are panicking. There's a lot of blanks to fill in. Start pulling them in. But anyway, uh, before we jump in, uh, John wrote five books of the Bible. We have the Gospel of John, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, the Epistles of John, and then the revelation of, not of John, it's of Jesus Christ. But anyway, uh, and so those three clusters of book, uh, and, and it's interesting that, that John was written uh, for the purpose, for the purpose so that we might believe. The Gospel of John. The Gospel of John. John 20, 31. But these are written that ye might believe, be saved, believe, be saved. Uh, these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, that believing, being saved, ye might have life through his name. And, and so the Gospel of John is written, uh, they're there so that we might believe. The epistles of John were written so that we might be sure. So that we might be sure. 1 John 5.13 These things have I written unto you that, that believe. That's the Gospel of John. 
Uh, these things, the epistles of John, have I written unto you that, that, that believe, that's the gospel of John, that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life. And so the gospel of John is that we might, so that we might believe. The epistles of John are so that we might be sure, we might be sure, we might know, we might be sure that we're saved. We're saved now uh, that we might be sure that we're saved. Uh, and the revelation of, not John, it's the revelation of Jesus Christ, uh, is written that we might be ready, but even more than that, that we might be rescued. Put down point number one, write it down. The rescue in Revelation. The rescue in Revelation. Uh, we're going to see the rescue of John chapter 1, the rescue of the church 2 through 5, the rescue of Israel uh, 6 through 20, and the rescue of everything else uh, chapter 21 and 22, right up here. Uh, we're in chapter 1. We'll be there for about four or five weeks looking at the rescue of John. Uh, simply understand this. Nothing changed around him, but everything changed within him. Nothing. The rescue of John, there's no uh, Coast Guard moving in. There's no uh, helicopter dropping down a line. Hey, the rescue of John, nothing changed around him, but everything changed within him, and that was his rescue. Uh, what he needed more than to get off of Patmos, what he needed more than to get out of exile, what he needed more than to regain his independence, he needed a greater view of Christ, a higher view of God, and that was his rescue. Listen. More than we need a new job or a pay raise. More than we need better health or less problems. Uh, more than we need fewer challenges or an easier life. Hey, more than we need less sickness or a, a new location. More than anything else, I need Christ. I need God. Boy, we need a higher view of God. We need a greater vision of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what John got. Verse 1, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Verse 2, I bear record of the word of God, the testimony of Jesus Christ. Uh, verse 5, it talks about how he's the king of kings and how he washes us in his blood and how he saved us and makes us. And it's all about Jesus Christ. John was rescued by having a higher view of God. John was rescued by having a greater vision of Christ. Verse 8, Christ saying, I'm the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end. Uh, verse 10, I was in the spirit of the Lord. They heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I'm alpha, omega, verse 12. I turned to see to see a glorious vision of the Lord Jesus Christ high and lifted up. You see, John needed rescued, and he was rescued not by leaving Patmos, not by changing anything around him. Hey, he was rescued by changing everything within him. He had a greater view of Christ, a higher view of God. Listen. The rescue of John had nothing to do with him getting a new job or a pay raise. The rescue of John had nothing to, with him to do with a better health or less problems. It had nothing to do with him uh, having fewer challenges or an easier life. It had everything to do with him having a higher view of God, having a greater vision of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so if you want to fill in some blanks, put down number one. John was rescued by a greater view of, a greater view of Christ. Secondly, the church was rescued by gaining uh, specific virtues of Christ. Uh, we're not going to go into it, but I'll give one example in chapter 2, verse number 1. Ephesus, who left their first love, 
Uh, Ephesus, every church, all seven of them, you're going to see positives about them. You're going to see problems with them. Uh, and we're going to be given a partial view of him, a partial view of him. Uh, and in, in Revelation 2, 1, uh, under the angel of the church of Ephesus write, these sayings saith he that holdeth the seven stars, the seven messengers, the seven angelos, the, the pastors in his hand, in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. And so uh, basically that partial view of Christ that we get is he holds us in his hand, he walks in our midst. He holds us in his uh, hand, he walks in our midst. Uh, and the answer to the problem of your love waning for him Hey, remember, he never stopped loving you. He's never stopped loving you. He holds you in his hand, John chapter 10. Uh, he walks with you every step of the way. Psalm chapter 23. The partial views that they get of Christ, we get a full view. Uh, a transfigured, transformed, high and lifted up view, chapter 1. Uh, but then each church gets a specific, in fact, uh, verse number 8, under the angel uh, of the church in Smyrna, right, these things saith the first and the last, uh, which was dead and is alive. Well, how does that apply to Smyrna? Hey, they were the ones being killed and butchered and martyred. Hey, they were the ones that needed to be faithful unto death. And so the view of Christ that they got was, uh, he's the one that was dead and now is alive. For the most part, the partial view of Christ corresponds with the perfect virtue of Christ that they needed. Uh, put down number three. Uh, we're going to see the rescue of John. He was by a greater view of Christ. Uh, the church is by gaining uh, uh, needed virtues of Christ, but then Israel. Uh, Israel is going to be rescued by seeing life void of, of Christ. Uh, that's chapter 6 through chapter about 19. Uh, about 18, 19, right in there. Uh, it's the tribulation period. It's Jacob's trouble. It's Israel's trouble. Uh, and in Revelation 4.1, we're no longer there. Uh, we're raptured out of there. The church is no longer there. Uh, we who are to magnify Christ in our bodies, gone. Uh, the church, which is the body of Christ, gone. Uh, and now Israel is finding out what life is like, void of Christ. At the end, when they see him coming back, all Israel shall be saved. Uh, all Israel shall be saved. But it's First, seeing what life is like void, um, I, I think it's kind of a timely series if, if you're looking toward the Middle East and uh, Israel and the Palestinian, all that uh, conflict. Uh, I, I don't know that that should make us as nervous because that's been going on for years as uh, when someone comes in and brokers a peace treaty and has peace between uh, the Jews and the Arabs, uh, peace between those two groups, uh, and then three and a half years in, uh, that peace treaty is broken, and, and all Hades breaks loose after that. Uh, but those signs, those signs, we are close. We are close. Uh, and you say, well, is it today? Is it next year? And I don't know uh, how close. I do know we're a day closer than yesterday. <laughs> we're a year closer than last year. Uh, and so we're not fixating on a date. We're focusing on on the sun, Israel will be rescued by seeing life void of Christ, and then put down lastly, uh, everything else will be rescued by total victory uh, in Christ. I'm talking about uh, in heaven, there's no tabernacle there, for, for the lamb is the tab tabernacle thereof. Uh, in heaven, there's no need of the sun there, for the lamb of God is the light thereof. 
total victory in Christ. And so that's number one, the rescue and revelation. Quickly, put down number two. Uh, notice, secondly, we're trying to give a lay of the land. The lay of the land. Put down number two, the rewards in Revelation. So the rescue of Revelation, we're going to see that throughout the 22 chapters. But uh, why do we study it? Because there's rewards in. Okay, we've made it to verse number three so far. Hang on. Verse three, look at it. Blessed is he that readeth. That's me. That's what I'm doing now. And blessed are they that hear the words of this prophecy. Okay, that's you. That's what you're doing now. And blessed are they who keep those things which are written in uh, therein. That's us. That's what we're doing right now. And so it says, verse 3, Blessed is he that readeth, that's, that's me, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, that's you, and keep those things which are written therein. That's us, for the time is at hand. Blessings, blessings, blessings. For the next six months, we're not going to just have a worship service. Uh, for the next six months, we're not just going to have a preaching service. We're going to have a blessing, a, a blessing, uh, a blessing service. It's the one book of the Bible that, that has that promise tied directly uh, to that. Uh, blessed are they that read me. Blessed are they that hear you. Blessed are they that keep. That is uh, us. And, and by the way, Adam, I don't know if you have it or not. We're going to, uh, on Wednesday nights, do deep diving. We're going to dive deep into the deep end of the pool uh, on Wednesday nights, and we're going to have question and answers on Wednesday night. The heavy lifting will be on Wednesday night, heavy lifting, uh, and there's going to be opportunities for questions and answers. We're going to call it stump the chump. But anyway, uh, questions and answers, uh, and, and the way that you text in, that you get your question in, is to text question to that number, uh, and it's not going to be so much just taking on what do you think, what do you think, what do you think, uh, it, but the questions that you have from Sunday morning will be answered on Wednesday night, that interaction, that, that, that dialogue rather than a monologue, boy, we're going to dive deep in the book of Revelation, but we're also going to be incredibly blessed, incredibly blessed. Put down number three, we're done. Number one, the revelation, the revelation, number one, the rescue in it. The rescue of it. But then, number two, the rewards from it. The rewards from it, uh, we're going to be blessed. We're going to be blessed. And then, number three, the review. The review. The review of Revelation. Again, Revelation's not a hard book to understand. Would you say it with me? Revelation's not a hard book to understand. In fact, it may be the only book that comes with its own divine outline. Its own divine outline. Look at verse number 19 quickly, and let's give an overview of it. Verse 19, write the things which thou hast seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. Write the things which thou hast seen. That's chapter 1, write it down. The Lord's person, the Lord's person. He has seen. Write the things which thou hast seen seen. He has seen the Lord. Uh, verse 12, I turned to see. Verse 17, and when I saw, and so that's chapter 1, write the things which thou hast seen. That's chapter 1. Uh, and the things which are, the things which are, that's chapters 2 through 3. That's not the Lord's person, that's the Lord's people. The Lord's people, the church. He was in the church age. 
Uh, that which you have seen, the Lord's person, that which are. He was in the church age. Uh, in, in chapter 1, we're going to see the seven churches. In chapters 2 and 3, we're going to detail uh, the seven churches. We're going to see all of that. That's the Lord's people. Write the things which thou hast seen, the Lord's person, the things which are, the Lord's people, uh, and the things which shall be, circle that word, hereafter. Hereafter. Uh, put down under chapter 4 through chapter 20, the Lord's program. The Lord's person, chapter 1. The Lord's people, chapter 2 and 3. Uh, and then the Lord's program, chapter 4, all the way through chapter 20. By that, uh, I mean, have you ever been to a wedding where they have a wedding bulletin and they tell you the order of events? There's going to be a prelude song, and then they're going to uh, have a unity candle, and then they're going to uh, say their vows, and then they're going to uh, start fighting for years. Anyway, No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but have you ever seen a, a church bulletin, a church bulletin that, that has the order of service and uh, I know some here would like that so they can check it off. Okay, that's done, that's done, that's done. Uh, but the Lord's program is, is a lot like that. Uh, in Revelation 4.1 where it says, uh, write the things which thou hast thing, seen and the things which are, uh, and the things which shall be hereafter, that word hereafter is the word metatauta. Uh, metatauta. It, it's the same word in Revelation 4.1 uh, where, where after this, uh, after this, Hereafter, after this, metatauta, it's the exact same word. After what? After the church age of chapter 2, the church age of chapter 3, after the church, after the church, hereafter, or, or, or after this. After this, I looked and behold a door. Chapter 4, verse 1. I looked and behold a door was opened. It's interesting to me that Revelation 3.20 is right before that. Uh, when Christ says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Uh, if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and sup with him uh, and he with me. And, and to those who open their, the door of their hearts to Christ, to those who open the door of their hearts to Christ, Christ opens the door of heaven to us. And so Revelation 4, one's the rapture. It goes on to say, after this, Metatauta, I looked, behold, the door was open in heaven. First voice, which I heard was, as it were, a trumpet, a trumpet, uh, talking with me, which said, come up hither. First uh, Thessalonians 4.16, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, voice of an archangel, trump of God, trump of God. Uh, then the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive remain shall be caught up together, raptizo, caught up together, the rapture. And so the Lord's person, chapter 1, the Lord's people, chapter 2, the Lord's program, 4-1, the rapture. 4 and 5, the marriage supper of the Lamb. Uh, and as Christians, the church is in heaven, marriage supper of the Lamb. Chapter 6 through chapter 19, chapter 18, chapter 19, uh, is the tribulation period. We're going to see the seven seals, seven trumpets, uh, seven vials, seven seals, seven trumpets, uh, seven bold judgments. And then uh, chapter 20, the second coming of Christ. Chapter uh, 19, chapter 20, the millennial reign of Christ. Chapter 21 and 22, we all live happily ever after. And so uh, right down lastly, we see the Lord's person, chapter 1, the Lord's people, chapter uh, 2 and 3, the Lord's program, chapter uh, uh, 4 through chapter number uh, 20, uh, and then chapter 21 and 22, the Lord's perfection. The Lord's perfection. Where the best man can do with gold is make it white gold uh, or yellow gold. <laughs> uh, you know what God can do with gold? He can make it as clear as crystal. Uh, as clear as crystal, uh, we tar our roads with, with asphalt. Hey, they pave their roads with gold. The foundations uh, aren't concrete. The foundations uh, aren't footers. 
Uh, the foundations of heaven are 12 manner uh, of precious stones. No uh, sun needed there. The Lamb of God brightens it. Uh, no church to go by faith to worship him there. He is the temple, the tabernacle. He is our fellowship. Is everyone following this? The Lord's person, the Lord's people, the Lord's program, the Lord's perfection. Don't forget, it's the revelation of Jesus Christ. Don't forget, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. It was time for him to go to bed. He was four or five years old. He had begun reading and maybe a little older than that. It was kind of a cowboy western that he was on the edge, just nervous. And dad said, hey, son, it's time for bed. I can't, I can't. The hero is in jeopardy. He's on a cliff. They're about to kill him. Hey, there's no way out. He's not going to make it out. And, and the dad said, no, come on, you got to get ready. And the boy lingered. But then after a couple minutes, he skipped upstairs to his bedroom. And when his dad tucked him in bed, said goodnight to him, he said, Son, what changed? You were anxious, you were nervous, you were, you were struggling, but now you're calm and excited and rejoicing and going to bed. The little boy said, I didn't have time to read the whole book, so I turned to the back of the book, and the hero wins. The hero is still alive. The hero saves the day. Listen, one of the reasons we're going to the back of the book uh, is, is yes, during this time, everything that's going on, but anxiety and nervousness and, and stress. Boy, we turn to the back of the book and we find out that everything's going to be all right. Boy, he's going to reign forever. Uh, we're going to reign with him. Boy, we're going to see that no matter how turbulent it gets, that storm seems, we don't sink in the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Uh, we pass over. We pass over. We end up with a hero that reigns. He's God. All, everything is in his control. Everything is, is, is in his control. And so uh, we kind of gave information overload this morning. But if you forget everything else, remember this. It's not going to be about fixing a date, but focusing on the sun. It's not going to be about looking for signs. It's going to be about looking for the sun. It's the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And have I mentioned yet, that's what we need. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.